You're listening to a DM podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, I introduce to you the podcast with the best banter, greatest gut feels, and most ridiculous narratives on planet Earth. Get ready to dominate the NRL fantasy season with the team from Top. King League! G'day guys, welcome to Talking League, we're up to round 10, it's another spicy TLT, Andy, you ready to put some fires out tonight baby? Yeah, I've got triple zero on, on speed dial. Um, <laughs> like if I, I haven't got too many, but I know that a fair few people would have, especially with all these hidden injuries that have, that have come through. This TLT is amazing. Yeah. It's coming to my favourite part, of the, my favourite day of the week these days. Man, the last two weeks has just given us so much to talk about. Like, oh. wow. There's two big ones, two big ones. Huge ones. But bringing in, we've got Billy Smith missing again tonight, and bringing in from New Zealand again, Cole Lomas. Cole, g'day, mate. How are we tonight, guys? Well, mate, doing good. You got plenty of fires to put out this week, mate? Uh, I'm actually not too bad, to be honest. It's really only peppy for me, but um, a couple of other poor scores in my <laughs> team that I'll be looking Move on, that's for sure. Yeah, well, we've got plenty to talk about tonight. Pups is going to be one of them. Before we do that, when we talk a little bit about trades that we might be looking at heading into Magic Round, Andy, why don't you kick us off? I've got, uh, look, I've got two locked in. I've got, geez, I'm low on trades. <laughs> <laughs> you and Shooter should do a show together. But I've got two locked in and, and juicy <laughs> as. So I've got Ryan Pups to Matt Burton and then Blake Taft to Joseph Manu. Oh, can you afford that? I had a bit of money in the bank from last week, so... and you get a home loan or something. And after that, I've probably still got 200k left to go. So. It's all in NRL fantasy needs. These like home loans. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can buy I'll extra I'll borrow money. from this round, and I'll <laughs> stuff myself in round 14. I don't mind those trades. I've got, at the moment, I had to change it a little bit. I'm the same as you, going pups to Burden. Just move Crichton back to wing fullback. Yep. And then the second one I'm thinking is, I'm, I'm done with Schneider. Yeah. And I'm bringing in Reid Marnie. I know he's burnt you, but we'll discuss it a little bit later. But Cole, trades for the round? Yeah, man, definitely Pappy. Um, I've got a couple of options that I'm looking at that we'll discuss some replacements for. Uh, at the moment, I'm actually looking at Taylor May. I've, I've, um, I know that he's that the price he is now, um, but he's still putting up the real good scores. So he's definitely one that I'm looking at uh, for Pappy replacement. Um, I was going to look at Teddy, but I just uh, with Origin coming up and that, it's just a little bit too iffy. And uh, so I'm, I'm I'm happy just to run someone that's going to play round 13. And then the other one is I'm going to bring Burton, um, as as a lot of people sound like they're doing. Uh, I just got to determine who that's going to be for. Whether I want money in the bank or I want to sort of have only about 20k in the bank. And uh, I'd like to have a little bit of money in the bank, so I'm looking at trading AFB to Burton because he's just shit the bed. Big time. All right, boys. TLT News is brought to you by Rugby League Merch. So get your Rabs Warren fantasy shirt, your Gus Gould. And he's wearing a bit of a trap city there tonight. We've got three date rules, mouse pads, delete app, phone cases going through the roof. 50% of profit going directly to the Men of League Foundation. The other 50% funds competitions we run. So all the details will be in the episodes or just head to rugbyleaguemerch.com. Use code Talking League for 10% off all the Talking League range. All right, guys. TLT News today. Big one of the doggies, Brayman Fatella Mariner. He's finally back. He's on an extended bench, so we've got to keep an eye on 
him. Mitch Barnett and Adam Clune return for the Knights. No Tyson Frizzell or Dane Gagai. Hamali back for Manly. Andy, your man, Ben Turbo, he switches to centre. Mm. Shushi's on an extended bench, so we're just going to keep an eye on that one. Payne Huss and Nick Kurt Capel back for the Bronx. Kobe Hetherington back to the bench there. A great news for the Warriors fans with Tohu Harris back to return. He's on an edge. Ewan Aiken, he's racing the clock. He has been named. And then uh, Marcelo Montoya, he returns from suspension. Cam Murray, he's out for four weeks. And we've got Joy Arrow to lock. Isaiah Tass is ending up in Trap City because he's been dropped, replaced by Jackson Paulo. A new recruit from the Warriors is Cody Nicarima. He's named on the bench. At the Titans, Jaden Campbell, he's back at fullback, moving AJ to 5'8". Will Smith's out completely. Isan Masters starts at the centres with uh, Liu onto the edge and Joloff back onto the bench. Nick Meany is your replacement for the Paps Pups at fullback for the Storm. Marion Sevy has been elevated into the top team in the centres and Dean Hiramaya is a new winger. Scotty Sorensen back from illness for the Panthers. Nico Hines, a big one. Big move to fullback. That puts Braden Trindle in there at centre. Connor Tracy moves to the centres with Ronaldo returning on the wing. Cameron McInnes, he starts from the interchange. Seb Chris for Jared Croker, straight side in the centres. Xavier Savage back onto the bench. Good news for Roosters fans with Connor Watson, the new hooker. He's back from injury. Takiyo starts for Collins. And uh, Saluka Fafita is the new benchy. Last off is Luciano Leilua back for the Tigers. Safarth back to the bench, but still no David, F- no Faluma. But boys, it, oh, I can't lie. Have, I have a, a rest, breathe, man. Jesus. <laughs> breathe after that. So time. much to talk about. I boys, why don't we kick us off with, we're going to talk about pups to start, I feel, because I think it's probably pretty much the topic of the day. I've been, uh, we've been blessed that the NRL physio, has actually allowed us to play a little bit of analysis from his new podcast. So this is permission from Brian Cini and James Kurtz. Make sure you also follow their podcast, The Magic Sponge Podcast. All injury information every Monday. Some great interviews as well. They've had Tommy Turbo, Adam Dewey, and this week was Christian Welsh, which was really, really interesting. Just behind-the-scenes stuff, you know? Mm. The boys recovering, how they did the rehab. It's, it's really cool. That's good insight. Yeah, absolutely. I'll play this sound, and then we'll start our little analysis, boys. All muscle injuries are strains in terms of you've got a grade one strain, which is a stretching of the muscle fibres, a grade two strain, which is a partial tearing of the fibres, and a grade three strain, which is a complete tear of the muscle fibres. So even when you hear someone talk about, oh, it's not, you know, it's not torn, it's only strained, like it's, when we're talking about what footy people, and then I'm talking coaches, players, that kind of thing, when they say a tear, they usually mean it's probably likely a grade two or more um, so I didn't like hearing that from Pappenhaus and saying oh it's definitely torn we just don't know how bad so like in terms of what I'm expecting at this point in time I- I'm looking at like four weeks as being like where my gut sits at this stage obviously no scan results or that kind of stuff but we're on Sunday night um, you know where once again give you an insight into what's going on inside my brain I'm kind of expecting around that four week mark and give or take a couple of weeks depending on what's going on but probably my biggest thing is especially with that knee if it is a PCL or something like that performance on return isn't fantastic Um, you know guys who play through PCL issues and stuff like that they usually take a little bit to get going then you've got the addition of the re-injury risk of hammies and stuff like that so look mate it's a Sunday night I've had a big weekend I'm happy to make a bold call and say as we stand right now I think Pappenhausen's a pretty clear trade out um 
Boys, for me, it's a pretty clear trade-out, so Andy. <laughs> yeah, look, as you've seen from our trades early, I think we're all on the trade-out bandwagon. Big time. Kyle, hey, just hey, confirming. Yep. How good's that? He's had a big weekend. Yes. <laughs> He's got a magic round, too. Oh, he might geez, be in massive trouble. There'll be, no, there be no updates <laughs> after that round. <laughs> he might be carrying on like like a good sort this weekend. <laughs> Boys, we're going to we're gonna give what we thought is we're going to go through nine players. We think... Could just we need we need to analyze analyze them because they're probably pretty much the nine top picks. Why don't we start, Kyle? We'll kick off with you, Teddy, because I know you've been looking really close at him for your own team. So give me your thoughts on him, mate. Yeah, I, I said before that I um I definitely am interested in Teddy, but just around that Origin time, it's a little bit of a um, a funny one leading into Origin, and it's not far away. Um, I just think if you're not an owner of Teddy and you're not worried about Origin, then he's definitely the um the the Obvious choice, uh, you know, he's a lock, lock in for the rest of the year. Don't need to let him go. Don't need to trade him. He's there for the whole year. Um, he's pretty much the second highest averaging actual fullback um, in fantasy at the moment behind Pappy. Um, and I um, mean, you know, yes, he, he generally backs up after Origin most most years, um, and they're playing the Storm on the Saturday night after Origin on the Wednesday. So I'm pretty sure that he'll want to play in that game. So I do say he backs up. Yeah. So I think Teddy is your is your obvious option, and you're still going to bank what about eighteen k if you go Pappy to Teddy. Three weeks ago, Kyle, he was like six hundred grand. Yeah, I yeah, know. man. Can you imagine the yeah, people think, that jumped on that? Wow. I think people were putting out Spotify three weeks ago, and they still are now. So that's probably why a lot of people wouldn't have been able to jump on bushfires now, mate. <laughs> it, was only, well, it was only Spotfires then. Well, kudos to those who kept him from. The initial round. Oh, big time. Yeah. I was a holder. I was considering selling. Who got something right? Oh, jeez. <laughs> Pedigree, bro. He's got to be Oh, yeah. That's, that's exactly right. Now, boys, my one on the list was Tommy Turbo. Comes in at 725K, break even of 64. I just think it's too close to Origin to be picking him. Like, if 52 against the Tigers, I thought it was really good. I think it's a step in the right direction. First try assist since round one. 230 metres gained and five tackle breaks last week. Heading in the right direction. The only thing I don't yeah. like, break even still high, and he's got Bronx, Para, Melbourne before Origin. He missed both Origin one, the games after Origin one and three last year, which probably means he'll probably do something similar this year. Yeah. And I think you can just wait to after that Origin period. So I wouldn't be rushing into Turbo. Mm-hmm. Now, Andy, you want to explore t- uh, t- Talon, mate? Uh, I'll go Manu first because he's my point go Manu? number one option. For okay, me. man. Uh, Manu, Manu, <laughs> um, Manu. So multiple reasons. Plays round 13, so he's going to get his 13, the round 13 points. Yep. Not origin players. There's no chance he's going to get picked. New Zealander. Uh, <clears throat> fills in. When he fills in for the Haas and fullback, he actually scores pretty well. Oh, he scores massive. Yeah, like, man. I think for, he yep. played nine games of fullback and he averaged 57 from, from the Roosters. He only played two at 5'8", but still 73 and 33. So up and down there. But I just think they, they know, they'll need him. He yep. ste- always steps up when they when the uh, big players are out, and he's been playing pretty damn good. So he's only 103k, and that means you save 153k if you go from Paps and Manu. Yeah, big time. Now the next guy I want to yep. speak to you about, Kyle, is Clint Gutherson because he's he's a kind of like Ryan Madison, who we'll touch on a little bit later in the show. They kind of people just don't like picking these two, but give me your thoughts on Gutho, <laughs> mate. Yeah, like before we even start analysing him, you know, like. Last week, you can't fault his effort, man. Like, um, you know, he tries his guts out every single week. He showed it and they went over uh, over Penrith. He was at absolutely everything. You know, he's just Jesus' team up whenever they need it. And, you know, um, 
And I thought the team responded real well. So those are things that you don't see and you obviously don't score for in, in, in fantasy, but that yeah. really props him up to play well as well. You know, he's a pod, he's only 1.3, uh, sorry, in 3.1% owned. And I actually think he's a really, really good option. And he's got some really nice scores across the year. Um, he's only got the two real bad scores of 19, you know, but any fullback in their day has those. They could, yeah. Teddy can score that too, you know. Um, you know, notably the Sharks in round two, he scored 50 run. He scored 49 in round three against the Storm, 63 in round nine against the Panthers, highest of the year last week against the top team. So what's that telling you? He's he's top-notch fullback. Um, but, you know, I think people need to probably have a bit more of a closer look at him because he's a lot better than, and than people really think. And he wears an amazing jersey. <laughs> <laughs> when Parra's on, generally he's on. And when they, the big boppers like Paulo and Madison, they play big minutes. Generally, that means space is going to open mm. up for Clint Gutherson. I feel like yeah. it's when that it sort of correlates because whenever Parra plays hard teams, Junior Paulo kills it. He plays big minutes. He just, he, like they, he plays 60 they, minutes. They, they leave him on yeah. the field because they need him. So yep. I think yeah. I feel like they just Brad Arthur just needs to go. We're playing big teams every week. Yeah, big time, <laughs> you know, man. And everyone well, steps up. Yeah, true. That's how they'll get ready for the finals a lot better than they did last year with a soft draw, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Boys, I had David Nofaluma on the list, and I think I'll go through my analysis because I did this before TLT actually came out. And you could, like, literally just wait a couple of weeks. That's like me and Andy are doing, put Stephen Crichton back into that wing fullback. And I just think you need to be aware of David Nofaluma because, you know, at the moment, he's pretty much unowned by the top 5,000 guys. Former 61, 72, and 56. The last game, no tries, and it was just in base, which was kind of what we wanted to see. Now, with the expansive style now of Hastings and Brooks, the way they're playing now, the wingers are seeing a lot of the ball. So I do expect this form to continue. I just think maybe you should just give it a week once he's back because if he's out for a couple of weeks, he can lose momentum just to see what he's like once he comes back. Just, have, just put it on the blacklist because at 557K and a break-even of six, I just think, you know, he's in form before. I think it was a head knock pretty much, but I haven't got, had yeah. too much yep. news. But he's in form. He's tackle breaking and running through metres are through the roof at the moment. So <clears throat> I think anyone below 600K with his quality, I think he's a very, very good buy. Yeah, my, my yeah. other one is um, uh, drinking, drink water. Mate, stop stop jumping the gun. Isn't it Carl's go? Oh, no. Or is it your go? Yeah, my go, jeez. Oh, sorry, mate. <laughs> What is this? Get no, this talent, talent, May, mate. <laughs> Taylor May. So I'm, I'm a bit iffy with him because naturally it's a winger. But when you see what Toto did last year, yep. and he's playing yeah. a similar role, you know, in, in ten games, this bloke's sorry, in seven games, he's played, he scored seven tries. You won an argument last week too. Which, which one? The one about Stain versus May. Yeah, I know. Yeah, well, sometimes it gets good them work, right. Man. It's like ten percent to get one right. <laughs> no, so. no. It was a good call. You, you obviously were on the penrith. Yeah, I, I think, like you said, and he's actually kept that side <laughs> on the left. The, he's kept that left side as well. So, left side, strong side. It's always been strong for a reason. Everyone's natural ability is to pass left, and that left side of Panthers is killing it. You know, so, so even against the, the mighty team of Parramatta, they got pumped. Not pumped, but they got beat twenty-two to twenty. Yeah, they still scored two tries, so sixty-three yeah. points against Parramatta, which that, is a solid defensive yeah. team. That's the way I'm looking at him. It's just that left side, man. It's just electric. Boys, will there be a situation where they swap the wingers over? Because when you look, you, <laughs> the edges are so different. Like Liam Martin, Cleary, Crichton, Toho. And on the other side, you've got Kikau, Luai, you've got Tago, and then you've got May. I know which side I'm running at. 
why? It's all their dynamic runners, man. It's all their tackle busters. <laughs> exactly. On the but if it's fixed, if it's working, why change it? I know they lost one game. I just feel Parramatta targeted that side really well on the weekend. And even though Talon May scored two tries, they also conceded all the tries down that side as well, right? Yeah. Do you think, though, if they move to, or to the left, is that going to strengthen up the defence, though? Yeah, I think so. It's just a winger. I think you just I yeah, think I, just the I mean. two rookies together I don't like. Yeah, but they've they've been playing for a while up and coming. So then they're not really too like they can talk to each other. I understand what you're saying, but <sighs> I just think because Luai is such a there's obviously clear he's the best defensive half in the comp. And then you got Luai that's probably defensive and his greatest. And then the same thing, Liam Martin's a very good defender and the kick out defense is definitely not his forte. Martin. <laughs> yeah, look, I, I'm going to go out on a limb and say probably not. I reckon they'll probably keep like this. They'll beat the storm. They'll beat them come to Maybe me. Maybe they do it intentionally, like run it at us, run it at us. Yeah, we'll get, they'll get, eventually repetition, you get better. Maybe that's why Cleary's points are off, because they don't want to run it at him anymore. Yeah, well, geez, can you please run at him? Because I've got him in fantasy, a classic exactly. draft. So. Switch his edge. <laughs> Switch his edge. All right, Kyle, this probably is one that really a lot of people having a look at. Nick Meany, because he's under 500k. Comes in at fullback this week. Could be between four and six weeks out. Maybe longer yeah. at fullback, man. But give me your thoughts. Yeah, I've already had a few people um, talking about him. And, and to be honest, I really don't mind it. Um, he averages, what, 34.2 at fullback. But that's only ever playing for the Knights and Dogs. So he's <laughs> never actually played a full game at fullback for uh, for the Storm. And we know, we know what Craig Bellamy does with these players. And he gets the best out of everyone that he has in his starting 13 and even off his bench. So he's obviously, he's likely going to have the goal kicking. So, you know, you add six to 12 points depending on their opponents. Yep. Um, there. Um, hey, uh, hey, Cole, just, think, just uh, that thought that you had before, and I really like it, the fact of playing for the Storm versus playing for Dogs in Newcastle. Boys, what yeah, do you reckon yeah. it's worth, 20? Well, the points well, are Seriously, points 20? Difference. Well, it depend, I, I guess it depends on the player, but at the moment, yeah, it seems like it. Yeah. Like, Look but at Nick Manny, what's he averaging, did you yeah. say, in the last... Well, on, the, on, on the wing this year, he's averaged 35.9 on the wing. That are the last three games where he's actually learned his craft a bit. He actually looks silky in attack, you know. He's yeah. actually setting up plays, and mm. I, I think he's going to be a, a cracking performer yeah. Yeah, at fullback. Yeah, I think so as well. Yeah, yeah. I think that the Storm will bring him into the game as much as they bring in Pappy as well. He's just probably not as dynamic, not as dynamic or as yep. dangerous as Pappy. But I think the Storm will still try to use him as much as possible. Um, but yeah, I think he's a. I reckon he's an awesome, um, uh, awesome guy to look at. But I, I think maybe you just need to wait one week, just see how he goes against Penrith, see what his mood's like, see um, how much confidence he has at fullback, and just see how he goes. And it won't hurt to wait a week. Yeah, Cole, is this for a? This is for a, someone with a lot of trades, but like if you yeah, if you're under so. twenty trades, I don't think you can go Nick Meany. Mm. What's his price? Yeah, it's fair. You want to be pretty safe. Eh? Four ninety three. He's, um, he's yeah, four ninety three. Yep. Yeah, big time. I think, and before we start, I reckon if I if I play for Melbourne on the wing, like I'm, I reckon I might become a star, a new old star player. Like just go there, train <laughs> underneath him. Maybe I could have a run. Give me a crack. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, I'm just going to rub two guys off the list here. Reese Walsh, I think number one. I think you should keep an eye on him though. His form is really just dwindling. He he pretty much well he started well against the Sharks and then once they got the send off he pretty much did nothing owned by no one in the top 5,000 pretty much break even is very high 517k you don't really have to worry about him for origin I think his best is a backup just we just know that he when he wants to put it on like his first three games were 53, 44 and 47 
So just keep an eye on him, especially around that origin time. Dylan Edwards, I think, is the other one that we can kind of scratch off our list. Yeah. Had a really good start to the season. Just the last, he's just plus 50 games. Of just We haven't seen one since round five. So he's not scoring many tries. He's just got great base with his tackle breaks, and he's also running meters. So he's not the worst pick. I just think everyone else on our list is better. So, yeah, I agree. So I think we can just scratch him off. Andy, I want you to end up with this guy because he's much talked about. He's pretty much the form fullback of the competition, I feel, and that's Scotty Drinkwater. Oh, well, I thought you would have said um, Nicholas Hines, seeing as he's playing this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nah, Drinkwater's, honestly, he's come in and he's come in firing. He's, he said recently on the, on the SEN radio station that his preferred position w- would be 5'8", but I, I guess goes to show with his fullback, with his Ball playing ability, he just he's just so silky, and you know the hammer was going to be touted as the Cowboys fullback, but Drinky's come in and he's actually just had a stellar performance. So what's he? He also plays round thirteen. He's only owned by three point three percent of people, so that's pretty good. And I think I think Hammer being there, in looming on the bench as number fourteen, I think I feel like it actually lights a fire in Drinky's be- belly yeah. to play better mm-hmm. you know he has to perform because the one game he doesn't he's just gone off well, the bench again competition right it brings out the best in yep. all of us well look and look at look at me and Cole look at Cole playing now he's, <laughs> he's, Cole's bringing his he's, best he's bringing his A game because he's like he's in competition with Corbs so like mate keep it up he's stellar <laughs> Billy Smith's in trouble. <laughs> do we, do we like, go? It's not nice to nice give him a new name Billy Smith well I'm just wondering do we bring calls back when Billy Smith's back <laughs> well, yeah, I think we've got to time it. We give it could it be round thirteen. It could be perfect. It could be back next week. You never know. He might not be ever be back though. <laughs> <laughs> he's on the missing persons list. No, look, I'd say he's, he only was it the HIA he went off for Corbs. Oh he, no, <laughs> 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 yeah. the um, drinky. It was HIA. So I think yeah, it was, Cole, it was yeah. HIA. He yeah. got smack under the eye. Yeah, so I think he's eye. Don't. Yeah. Don't look at the 63 minutes as he got nah. dropped, you know. I think he still plays the 80. Um, so, yeah, we, we've Peyton's killing it, so I don't know why he would change a good makeup of the team. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you've got about nine players, and I think <laughs> I, I think we're pretty much rounding up. I think from that, I'm saying, if you don't have Teddy, get Teddy. If you don't have Teddy, I think both Drinkwater, Manu, and May would be your next selections. And then if you've got a lot of trades, take a punt on Meany. Our random is, I suppose, if it wasn't Origin... Let's just say eradicate origins. It's round eighteen. Are we all picking Tommy Turbo? Yeah, I yeah. think he'll be a good price. He could be somewhere in the mid six hundred. This could, yeah, yeah. Jeez. Yep, just makes sense. Yeah. All right, boys. Let's look at Kelmar Tuolagi because he's seventy percent owned by the top five thousand at the moment. Had his worst game of the season pretty much last week, and a little bit of concern because his scores are kind of dwindling a little bit. A slow cashy at four hundred and thirty eight k, but. I know that you're a holder there, Lomas. Why don't you kick us off? Your thoughts on Kelmer? Yeah, he's he's real annoying. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, you know, like just throws up an eighteen, like bro, an eighty minute edge, and he's throwing up eighteen. That is just terrible. Like in saying that, I think you can hold him. Um, I think you can place him in your emergencies, or you could even just loop him. I mean, like he only needs a forty to get himself moving again. Um, you know, we all know that he is capable of doing it, but it just seems in the games he's just kind of trots up with the ball, doesn't really run it with too much vigour, eh? But he's, you know, he's a good defender in that. He's just inconsistent, he's a slow burner, and he's making money. So, yeah, like, you know, he's only, you know, three worst scores, 18, 25, and 18, and the rest have been 38 and then in the 40s. So you kind of, 
you can't complain, but you, it's definitely easy to see someone who's starting to dwindle off with the score of 18, aren't you? you know? So he hasn't even scored a try yet. So yeah. once he starts getting some of those, you might bring some scores back. But yeah, I think he's a hold just for a little bit. Yeah, Andy? Yeah, I actually thought with the absence of Lu- Luciano, mm. I thought it would have been his time to shine. You know, like the the better second rower going out is your time to shine. So I actually brought him in in draft thinking that. Um, <laughs> I don't think he's doing his shining his boots. Yeah, I know. So, look, I'd say if you haven't got triple zero in your phone, ready to put out a bushfire, um, just sort of hold. Also, yeah, you can actually Still. trade him. Because tell you what you can do. If you've got 20K in the bank, you can do a, loose, uh, a Kelma Tualagi to Adam Elliott. I was going to say that. Yeah, yeah like they're, they're pretty much spot on, and then that way you've got a dual edge mid, yep. and this bloke's killing it at nine. And, you get a and guy he plays round 13 line. as well, yep. so there's another bonus. Yeah, I just think one of the things, he's a rookie, rocks and diamonds. It always worries about how yeah, many yep. spot fires you're putting out, like, those, like Kyle's mentioning. <laughs> like Kyle said, some of those missed tackles against Manly, he was just sliding off. He reminded me of Jeremiah yeah. Nanai. Like, Doesn't it was, hold on. It's like they were brothers. Oh, even, you can hear him going... <laughs> in the tackle it's awesome. like it was terrible yeah alright guys next guy I want to talk to you about is Brad Schneider because he in terms of my direct messages he's the is like he's on every single one yeah because we just need to know I just think boys having a look at him I just think the opportunity cost of actually holding him now is now hurting us because his price I think he topped out against the Warriors just checking it today 491k so he's kind of lost 20k since then and his break even just keeps getting higher and higher Given the top 5,000, he's 76% owned. And his last three is 39, 24, and 23. He's got low kick meters, non-existent running game, high missed tackles. I just think you, this is the – like, I don't care about round 13. Round 13 is not everything. Not when you can – because pups, we're selling out pups. We've got the opportunity to use that extra money to upgrade someone like Schneider into someone that might be able to get us some mid-50s every week. Yep. And it won't matter that he's not playing around. 13. Yeah, he'll make it up. Yeah, big time. I think this is this Schneider is a bushfire. Yeah. He, he ain't a spot fire that you might not be able to hold. Or you can he, hold lit the spo- he lit the fire. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's lucky they've got their red-head fire engine in their team to put the fire out. Eh? Yeah, the, 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 friction from, out. the friction from him missing tackles has started a fire. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I think especially with the rumours, Fogarty coming back to training. Yes, yeah, I, I, I think, uh, he, he, you know, the break-even of 47, you know he's only scored more than that once this year. Yep. Yeah. You know, exactly. so with, that, with those sort of data, like you said, you're burning cash holding him, so... Yeah, I think he's definitely a sell. Yeah, Kyle, thoughts? Yeah, I agree. Um, he's yeah, you're, you're right about. You've pretty much said it all. His running game's gone. He lost a heap of kick meters to Frawley last week. There's certainly probably a plus side that he gets a goal kicking, but I don't know how many points he's going to get out of that. Um, yeah. You know, the Raiders are down on confidence. He's probably a bit down on confidence as well. And we know that the Raiders can't bounce back, but I just think. Is a bit too too far gone now to, to hold him, I think. Yeah, big time. We we what we made two hundred and thirty k if we top him out. This yeah, week, so. yeah, and you don't want to make you keep dropping down. You sort of you you like we, we say buy sell, sell low. Oh, sorry, hang on. Buy low, sell, sell high. Buy, buy low. <laughs> sell high yeah. Sometimes I have actually bought high, sold low. So yeah, big <laughs> don't time. make that mistake. Now, Cole, another guy that's just I don't know why what's going on, but Sifa Talakai somehow is like the second most talked person about trading out this week for some reason. But give me your thoughts on him. Did you you didn't bring him in, did you? No, I didn't. I didn't, but I don't think you should sell him either. <laughs> I think that's pretty crazy. You know, like he's got a he's got the which really surprised me, he's got a fifty five BE. Teams have figured him out and they they are committing more defenders, but what that does is that 
gives them a chance to create more offloading opportunities, which can you turn into line break assists, try assists, and he's still massively, massive chance of scoring plenty of tries. Yep. Like he's a unit, man. He's mm. Just because he's had a couple of slow slow scores, it doesn't mean you just go and sell him when you see what he's done earlier in the year. like He's still dangerous as, and he's borderline keeper, I feel. Yeah, and he, I think given that he scored 40 against the Warriors and the Sharks didn't really have an extra man, because Tisifa plays a lot off Will Kennedy. So him being out of the game and missing another playmaker, in, I really think hurt Siffer the most. So I think he will have a bounce back wing. It's going to be very interesting to see with Connor Tracy playing in the centres, which side they play on each. Because I've got a feeling that Connor Tracy might play on the left and Siffer back on the right. Is, is that who's natural? Is the Siffer a right, right natural or left Well, that's natural? the thing. He's played both sides. And Connor Tracy's only ever played left centre. Left. Makes sense. But does that also diminish his points because he's not left side, strong side? Potentially, but then I've got no idea. The Sharks are a very interesting mob because, you know, hats off to everyone that's captain Nico Hines. We'll go through it in the captaincy, but Nico Hines at fullback, like it was a very outlier game, wasn't it, Cole? Because he literally played two positions. But, yeah, he did. He was everywhere. But this week you've got Tricky Trindle comes in, and Tricky Trindle's a hog. He loves kicking the ball, and he's actually a way better goal kicker than Nico Hines as well, who's struggling. It's not hard. <laughs> well, at the moment, yeah. <laughs> I reckon I'll have a good crack at it. <laughs> but, yeah, that, that's a very interesting one. But I'm a massive hold on, on well, Siffa. I think the main thing people yeah. are sort of, you know, their eyes lighten up is he's made 396K for yeah. those who have sort of brought him in. So it's massive, yeah, yeah. and it's a whole thing of like, you know, do you hold him, do you sell him, when do I sell him? Yeah, yeah, you might be able to sell him at uh, whatever price he is, 700. It might be the most expensive centre. But what yeah. what other centre is going to score you? 107 in the first half. Yeah, you know he's got the ability to do that. Yeah, you can write, you can read narratives for both ways. Like, yeah, he could come back, or yeah, they figured him out. They're going to put more players on him, or you know, you could also write a narrative saying he only got 30 against the Sharks or against um the what was it the Broncos because he was injured or he was sick. So yeah. it, I'd mm. say I'd say he's not an urgent sell. You know, I don't think so. Don't don't get so sort of caught up on making 396k when you're still going to spend it on a good player elsewhere. Big time. Now, boys, Cameron Murray, huge news today with scans. He's going to have to go for scans. But looking at three to four weeks, that was via uh, Bulldog Richie in the Telegraph. But NRL physio saying likely re- related to nis- disc or nerve issue. So causing a bit of pain around the shoulder arm, if confirmed. Tricky recovery process, tough to accelerate. So, boys, is that 891K? Obviously a sell, especially going into origin. But tell me, give me some straight swaps or maybe some downgrades here, Kyle. Ah, uh, they got plenty, bro. IPAP straight. That's what I'd be doing. Yeah. IPAP and you just still bank what about eighty five K when you eight but IPAP's about eight hundred and one K in there. So yeah, you're still banking eighty grand. No, he's, 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 premium he's above. He's five K <laughs> higher than Cam Murray. Oh, is he? Oh, I thought he was yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, sorry. Yeah, okay, yeah. No, nah, I think it's a straight swap. Um, yep. or you nah. might go down to Oh, it is too, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, um, IPEP's definitely the one you could look down, you could cash right down to someone like maybe a Josh Jackson, yep. Pangai, um, all these gun middle forwards that, uh, you know, Tamalolo, um, and you know, these guys are going to play right through. Whereas Cam Murray's now going to be out, comes back, and then probably away for Origin. So you're probably not going to, you're going to get very minimal output from him until after, um, Origin 3 now. Yeah, Andy, I was, uh, from watching Souths over the last couple of weeks, I'm concerned about Damien Cook. And this Ken Murray being out does not help him at all. We know the quick play of the balls really, really help him. Yeah. Thoughts on the effects on cooking? Oh, it definitely diminishes his. You know, look at him um, last week against the Broncos. Mm. 
another another terrible game and that who they brought, they brought in um, Cody Nicarima. You know, yeah. he he does go well a hooker. Do they spell cook a little bit? It all it's all a little bit sort of danger signs. Yeah, they got still got Havili, who's another hooker yeah. as well. So. Yeah, I think it's just dangerous. Like you said, if you've got Cook and you've got Murray, it'd be Murray's definitely sell, and Cook maybe sort of cash out. Yeah, he did have some very high scores recently, so he's he's earned a bit of coin. Maybe plan around that Origin period. Maybe pick up a Reed Marnie well, or a Reese Robson. Who who do you play Origin? Do you play Cook or who do I, who would you rather in the Australian team, Cook or Harry Grant? Oh, that's a really <laughs> tough question, isn't it? Because like the future says, Harry Grant. Yeah, and look at him. Look what he can do. Yeah. But consistency is Damien Cook, you know. Yeah, so. it's true. It's true. All right, boys, I want to go pod hunting with you guys today. So let me pay. You know, you pod know what we should hunting. Do? You should do like a buck hunter sound for pod hunting. Yeah, I think I like that. <laughs> I really like that. Kyle, we touched on this guy a little bit earlier, Ryan Madison. Now, he's the guy that you want to talk about in terms of our pod hunting to start. Yeah, man. Uh, pedigree. Where's that word again? Pedigree. Ryan Madison has showed it in previous years. He's showing it this year off the bench. He doesn't need 80 minutes to score big. Eh? Uh, he's currently priced at 51, which is his current average this year. Last, I've got a little bit of some stats here I want to read out. Last three average of 57.7 off the bench and last five of 55.8. Three out of five of those is coming off the bench. Yep. Uh, last five Minutes slash scores, round five, 80 minutes for 63, including a try, round six, 56 minutes for 43, round seven, 38 minutes, 47 points, round eight, 55 minutes, 61 points, round nine against Penrith, 50 minutes and 65 points, including a try. It's got a mean sprinkling of attacking stats and base stats. Um, but he's also got negatives, which shows even if he does have the negatives, he can still score really well across the park without even relying too heavily on uh, base or attack. Um, and his yeah, his averages across the year for tries and tackles and offloads, tackle bus, etc., are, are really solid. He's only made one error in seven games. That's huge. That's huge. Do you want me to add to that? Yeah, go for it. The big man's playing for a contract. There you go, contract and, uh, I've read it, I read it today. He, he's actually in talks with Parramatta to re-sign. So, yeah, so he's playing. Dolphin. So if you, if you believe in that sort of narrative, and I always do, you got he, to. He's, he's scoring better. He's going he's gonna to get better. Big time. Seven hundred next year. Andy, next year, surely he starts on an edge when IPAP goes. Makes well, he sense. has to. Yeah, he has to. Yeah. Yeah. We, need, we need that sort of uh, quality uh, edge rowers. Makes sense. Yeah. Cole, any, like 711K, does that kind of push you away from him a little bit? He's priced at his average. Um, I think if you're going to get him, you want to do it right now before he possibly goes up. Yeah, I think. I think you. Yeah, it's hard to say because with his average, he's right on his current price. So, um, yeah, if I think he could probably wait and just see if his scores dip, but I just can't see it, and I, I don't know if he's going to get much cheaper. Yeah. So yeah, I think you probably want to look at him right now. Do you want to do maybe yeah, do you wait till after round thirteen, and then that way, you, if he, he could be a keeper. You know, he might be able to kickstain your team for, for that last round. Yeah, 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 possibly. I mean, I don't know if his price is going to, as I said, I don't know if it's going to go north too much. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, you could wait till after round 13. Yeah, that's, that's a fair call. Big time. Now, boys, I'm pod hunting Cam McInnes tonight. I'm really disappointed that he's not in the starting lineup. I needed him to have that number 13 jersey to really get him in the team. He has started the last three games at lock, which is which is cool, really cool to see. You know, last two, he's paid big minutes, 73 minutes against the Broncos, 64 against the Warriors. Shot out at 60 and 56. I just feel 
and he's the best defender in the NRL. His line speed coming out and just his ability to make tackles on bigger men and just make so many of them, it just astounds me just for a smaller man. And he really gets down and dirty and with he's got the ball too. Like, he loves a hit-up. You know he's down and dirty when when he takes his tooth out, you know. Like, exactly. And he's got no shame. So he's just he's it sort of builds in his character. He just loves getting down dirty. He's just a nugget and he loves tackling things. I think every fantasy name needs a toothless guy. <laughs> yeah. well, one of my favorite movies is uh, what's that? Oh, it's not one of my favorites. The cartoon movie, How to Train Your Dragon. And his name's Toothless. <laughs> yeah. He's one of my favorite dragons. So big time. But top twelve thousand eighty two percent owned. Like, I don't see too many downsides, only the fact that he hasn't got the 13 jersey. So I think you should definitely keep him under, because 613K, I think, is a steal for Cameron McGuinness. All these minutes were 73 last week, 64 this week, or sorry, uh, the week before. Yeah, big time, man. It's huge. Andy, you want to talk about... Are you expecting him to start, DK? Yeah. Are you expecting him to start, mate? I actually think he will start this week, because the same thing happened last week. He wasn't named in the 13. So I think maybe Dale Finucan likes the 13. Maybe you know what it's like. Sometimes you just don't want to give away a jersey. It's, it will, apparently, Finucane is uh, one, lucky of those, number. one of those um, players who does has to do everything the, the day before and yeah. day of. He's a very ritual kind of person. So maybe he needs a starting number as part of his ritual. I might have to ask someone. Yeah, actually, yeah, someone. That'd be good intel, actually. I'll have to ask Fitzy. <laughs> um, Andy, you want to talk about Cam Munster? Yeah, I was shocked. Like uh, he's, he's owned by, sorry, he's owned by 5.54% really? people now. This is literally the first time we've talked about Cam Murray since literally the Munster. Storm, oh, sorry, Cam Munster since the Storm preview. Yeah, and we were all high on him as well. So glad for those to pick him, but 2.9% ownership in the top 5,000, which I thought was surprising. Yeah, when you listen to these five, his last five scores, 80, 62, 76, 61, 72. That is unbelievable yes, for will. a half. Like yeah, that's a game changer, especially if you've got him as a pod. I, I don't think. Like, unfortunately, because Origin's coming up, he doesn't play round thirteen. Obviously, because he's going to be picked for Origin. But this is a person just to keep in your mind for the rest of the season. Because guess what? Guess what? This bloke's playing for. I know another contract. It's going to be huge. So I, I think he's a massive point, and I was shocked at that price. He's a big price. He had eight sixty five k, but maybe they sort of um, shortened his minutes leading up to Origin, or I'm not too sure. But yep. after after Origin time, he's definitely in my sights. Yeah, I like that as well. Now, boys, I've got Reese Robson as my second one. Again, he's in my thoughts. Probably just. I'm just kind of not picking him because I just don't trust his coach still. He just changes his mind too much on his bench. I know <laughs> I know they're finally winning games, and I just don't know what's going to be dishing out, but I do like him. Top 5,000, only 1% owner. Three out of the last four games, I know he's played 80 minutes, but he's an injury away from bringing Granville back. His defensive work rate, really like, oh, I'm still maybe just in my thoughts, just he's expensive now, and I just think I might be able to get a little bit more. I just got more confidence in Reed Marty playing 80 minutes in the back end of the season. I like you saying that. I love you saying that. Yeah, big time. <laughs> Kyle, second guy for you, David Clemmer. Now, he's going to be a very interesting one because his form over last month has been outstanding. Yeah, yeah. We talked about him last week, and I just did have another look at him this week, which was round nine. And, man, he just smashed it out of the park again. He's only 1.7% owned, uh, 720K. So he's one of those other guys, if you wanted to go from Cam Murray, you're going to bank about, what, almost 200 grand. Um, you can really make a real big upgrade somewhere else, you know, like um, he's going over one PPM this year, which, you know, and he's averaging at 55 minutes. He's going over one PPM. Um, 
with their troops back uh, coming back this week, I don't think it's going to affect his minutes or the front row rotation. So I think you're going to continue to see him playing these really, really good minutes. Um, you know, he's still got quite a bit of money to make too. You know, he's only priced at 51 and his average staying is, stays around that 57. He's still got around about 80K to make if, if you do want to um, have a crack at him. Um, you know, he's a, he's a real good option and, and he's massive pod. So yeah, have a look at him. He's probably... Yeah, have a look at him. That's for sure. That's all I can say. Yeah, good. I think the only th- thing that I wouldn't like is the price. I think if you invest in him, he's going to be in your team for the rest of the year because seven hundred and twenty k is a lot to spend. Yeah, yeah, it is. All right, anyone, you finish off. You've got Joey Manu as your final pod. Yeah, Mister Manu again. Um, he's only by ten point eight seven percent, but in the top five thousand, only one percent. Yeah, that's cracking pot. I. Dare say that will probably change, especially with Paps out. You know, I fear for people who's going to sell Paps and they're going to be looking for that player who will be the game changer. And this man does not play Origin. Yep. Massive, massive raps. You know, and that's that's the number one thing where he's not going. To, he's going to lose one game over that period, and that's a buy round. Yeah, and I know he's got a hard draw, but he generally plays good against most teams. So he, he's just he 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 is. I think Latrell two point When Latrell left, they were like, "Oh no, we've lost a, one of the best players." But yeah. this is Johnny Manu. He's the fittest bloke you've ever seen. When he's on, and he, he's, he's very all, undefendable. Yeah, and he's so. mainly always on. Like, he's more, more often than not, he's more on than Latrell is. Yep. Latrell's yeah, probably yeah. got a higher ceiling, but Manu's just that consistently good score. Yep. I think, yeah, I like that one, especially during the origin period. All right, ladies and gentlemen, what we'll do, we're just going to go for a quick break, and then we're going to come back with Captain's Chat. We've got all your audience questions. We're ripping some more packs open from Game Day Squad, so plenty still to come. So just stay tuned. <laughs> All right, team, we're back, and we've got plenty to chat about. Let's talk about captains first, because I think last week, Nico Hines, his performance on the weekend pretty much opened the door to maybe considering someone other than Nathan Cleary. But, Andy, thoughts? Oh, I know. I know. Even in draft, it gets me. And when I didn't have a clear captain, I was truly choosing this player or that player. Now you've got so many captains to choose from. It's ridiculous. But I'm going to have to pick and stick here. You know, I feel like there's definitely factor. there's definitely bounce back factor. Hang on. Last night took L, but tonight I bounce back. Wake up every morning, by the night I come stack. Knew that ass was real when I hit it, bounce back. You're good at that. <laughs> now I definitely think he's he's in for a bounce back. I know it's against the storm, but you know, the storm without their main man, Paps. Um, he's got a point to prove. You know, yep. They just got beat by Para. I think they're going to come back with, with a vengeance. Plus, he had demerits last week as well, Cleary. And yeah. he missed that try save on deal bags. Only kicked two goals, had zero try assists. I can see that changing this week. Yeah, so I'm going... I know Hines, a fullback, is very, very um, enticing. Especially against the Raiders. Yeah. But in saying that, they kept him relatively quiet in that first round, so... It's probably going to hurt me, but yeah, I'll stick with Cleary for me. Cole, the thing we, we briefly touched about with Nico is you know the, the emergence of Tricky. How much do you reckon that hurts him? Yeah, to be honest, I I haven't seen too much of Tricky compared to Hines. You know, together. So what you said before about uh, Tricky being a bit of a bull hog um, uh, may may take the goal kicking off him. That does turn me away a little bit, and we know that. Yeah, Nico Hines has got pedigree and he's awesome. But we've seen across the year their fullbacks can be really um, diabolical, you know, like they probably haven't been scoring as well as, as what we would have thought at the start of the year. So I don't know. It's, I'm probably going to steer away from him this week, to be honest. Yeah, it's interesting. Hines kicks at 64%. Tricky kicked at 81%. And I think in the last 10 games, he was the best goal kicker in the NRL from memory. But the thing, I, th- I really thought that they were going to pick, uh, what's the guy that's going to the Warriors name game again? Sorry, it's just, 
from from the Shah. Miller, yeah. Lockie Miller. No, not no. Lockie Miller. The, the other, other guy. No, um, Luke Metcalf. Luke Metcalf. I thought oh. they were going to pick him because he's more of a like for like for Will Kennedy, and I don't know. It might be getting Alzheimer's thing. I don't remember anyone's name anymore. But <laughs> who's that? Who's that bad guy? You know. Was it May, the bad May? <laughs> the bad guy. The other guy I'm probably, well, Payne Haas, I'm just worried that they might bring him back on reduced minutes. They've got a stacked middle on the the bench this week for Pen- uh, for Brisbane this week as well. Well, with the Carrigan fact, jeez, he blew it out of the water. Yeah, he did. So, yeah, he's, he's hot, man. I think with the three bench middles and also Carrigan playing so well with big minutes, I think you might see Payne Haas maybe play 50 minutes this week. Yeah. I mean, you looked at a couple of rounds back when he did bang that shoulder and he did injure it. He carried on and still scored the 60-odd points. So, you know, it does go to show that he can score even with a, you know, half an arm. So, um, yeah. you know, I think- he's, had their rest, he's had their rest now. So, you know, he could come back pretty fresh and he could smash it. But it's just, <laughs> uh, we're all guessing here. I think TK is just hoping he gets 50 because he dropped it. But so yeah, am I. I, so. I, think, I, think, I hope he gets 30. If I might draft him, I just need 50. <laughs> just need 50. All right, boys, let's rip into some audience questions. Thank you, everyone, that sent in questions. Anything we don't go to... Sure. Who was your captain, sorry? Oh, Cleary, for sure. Ah, okay, sweet. Cleary, for sure. Any questions we don't get through tonight, I'll answer on the social medias tomorrow. Kyle, we'll kick it off with Ian Williams. He... William, sorry, he wants to know: Is there time to sell cash cows? Is it time to sell cash cows? Isaac Tago or hold to round thirteen? If Hass doesn't play round ten, could he be a sell? With well, don't worry about that part. The first one: yep. Is Tago a, a sell or hold? Uh, yeah, Isaac Tago is a hold, man. Um, I just put a little narrative together here around cash cows. I just quickly spill it out. If for like, if cash cows aren't performing um, and making you money, and there's a good upgrade option, then I'd say take it. Um, especially, um, you know, if cash cows stop, they stop your money-making potential, and if they're not hitting the numbers you need, they're just going to stop and just rot, and they're not going to help you at all, especially with your overall team value and being able to trade them, upgrade them later. So if you've got an option to make an upgrade now, do it. And an example like trading Schneider to Burden, you know, you've got to think about the points that Burden could make compared to Schneider in the upcoming rounds. Like in the long run, Burden's going to be a hell of a lot better. And he's got quite a bit more money to make as where Schneider is. Andy touched on before. He's going to be lucky to hit that BE again. And his money's going to stop mate, stop uh, rolling. And he's going to start going backwards. So you really want your cashies to be making money for good upgrades. And when they start not making money and stopping, that's where you, you get hurt. Big time. I like that. Andy, Nathan Scarlett, he wants to know, Cotter or Robson is a better buy? I need to invest in a hooker. Yeah, I did hear touch on your. You don't think Robson is a boy? I reckon he is. I'm on the other on the train. Yeah, I think they're going way too I well. Like, and no, no, I like him. I think he solidified himself as 80 minute hooker. I don't think uh, Granville's been done for, for yes. a couple of years now. I don't know. He's been floating around there waiting for someone to get injured, <laughs> doing the hoodoo. But I think Robson's definitely the better buy there, purely because he's owned by less people, so he has that pod potential. One point one percent with Robson Cotter, eight point five percent. And and I think Robson's a bit more consistency. You look at Cotter, he's sort of maybe a 60 or a 30 or a 50. So I think Robson's probably got the better potential there. Got that origin factor too, Cotter. Yeah, that, that Cotter looming origin factor, which he, like you said, if the name is Louis can make origin, why can't Cotter? Yeah, ticks a lot of boxes. All right, Brendan Vickery, how much do we think Tor Harris' injury will affect him in returns? Does he play 80 or easy in this is simply for planning? I just think you've got to give me, Kyle, we're talking about this on our chat today. I think you've got to give him a couple of weeks because I don't think he plays 80 from the 
get-go. He's playing on the edge this week, which is great because he probably will see a little bit more extended minutes than... But I do expect him to play a little bit of edge at some point. They've got Jack Murchie on the bench. I do expect Eli Katoa maybe to move on to that bench as well. So I just think that there's no rush. never great performance-wise first year back from an ACL. So don't go rushing in so far. Just have a look for a couple of weeks. His price is at a point where I don't think it's... Even if he plays 80 minutes, it's not going to go anywhere because he's not the type of guy that's going to hit 100 every week. All right, next one. Adam Middleton for you, Kyle. Is it time to sell Ilias now that Cody Nicarima is there? No, nah, not at all. No, I don't think Cody's going to be playing in the halves. Uh, you know, they've started to establish him and walk it together, so I don't see uh, Cody Nicarima going into the halves at all. I think they've just brought him in to cover that utility role at 14, which I think is his best position, and he's probably going to um, uh, play some hooker for uh, Cook over the origin period. And um, and play some minutes during Origin when Cook comes back, just so that he's not running eighty every week. So no, I definitely think Elias is ticking over nicely. He's a slow burner uh, and he's a hold. Big time. All right, Andy Joshy Hobbs. He wants to know. I'm trying to figure out if I should trade Schneider and Davy, who has been my looper for Burden and a drop kick, <laughs> or should I trade <laughs> Schneider and Pups for no, no Faluma and Burden? I don't really want to trade out Pups because I've only got eighteen trades left. Yeah, you've got adding trades left, but if he's out for six weeks, that's a lot of money to hold on the bench there. So yep. I'm saying you definitely do the Paps option. Uh, was it Paps? And I'd go with keeping Davey as your looper. Uh, was it? Was it? Snyder and Paps for Nofflum and Burton. Actually, that one, yeah. Davey's back on the, the bench for Manly, so he can't, oh, so he can't, yeah, he can't uh, right. make him a looper. Then definitely the second one. Yeah, the Schneider and Paps for Nofflum and Burton. No, Faluma's not playing. Yeah, but no, Faluma's out. <laughs> I thought he won the looper. Six <laughs> hundred. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then no, not not no, Faluma. Get in, bloody Manu, oh, if you can. Go. I definitely misread that question. There you go, <laughs> Joshy. Get a six hundred k looper in. You'll do you some good, mate. <laughs> Trust me, bra. Yeah, yeah, Andy's giving Andy's giving you some awesome tips here. <laughs> Andy's trying to catch up with people ahead yeah, of you. If you're above me, then yes, definitely get in for no, Faluma. <laughs> Next question, Josh McIntosh, is Pat Carrigan worth a look? I really like what I saw for him last week. I just think it's a little bit too close to Origin. I think he will play Origin this year. Mm-hmm. And it just would be better to see him in a few games with Payne Huss in full health, just to see where the rotation lies. I think post-Origin, if he's at a good price, he's definitely a look in, just not for this week. Kyle, next question, Jimmy Dawson. He wants to know, started off with Hiss in a raw, gone from 200 rank to 400 to 600. Now sitting at 2,500 rank. Struggling to score in the 900s. I want to sell Haas and free up the money, but where am I going? Like, I want to upgrade Ilias and Walters to Crichton and TPJ, or is Haas a must-hold? Just feeling the fantasy frustration right now. Cole. Yeah, I think there's a few people feeling the frustration after last week, man. Um, yeah. It's a long season, mate. We're only into round 10. So, um, you know, there's always bumps in the road, so you just got to be a bit patient. We all experience it. So don't go rushing off and trading fellas like Payne Haas, like TK did. You'll get burnt. Um, TPJ. Yeah, with, with, with Haas being named, he's old. Don't don't sell him. Uh, you know, as I said before, oh, I think that if he does pull up again with that shoulder, then possibly he's an option of a possible sell next week. But... Yeah, I just still, I just, I'm very hesitant on selling someone like Payne Haas. Uh, and without seeing your team, it's kind of hard to know exactly what your team needs. But I think you need to try and find a better way to get TPJ in and or uh, Crichton. Just trade him, mate. Also, to help with that fancy frustration, a bit of sexual healing never goes astray. 
Sexual healing. When I get that feel, or rub one out, either one. They both do the, <laughs> <laughs> the same result. <laughs> All right, Andy Morgan Jones, best <laughs> option of Maddo Jackson, TPJ Angus, or something different like a clam dog. Yeah, I like this one. All of them have a massive upside, so that's a, that's a good thing about this. But I'm going to make you you, you pick hard here because it's going to be hard to split them. Maddo's looking really good with his minutes lately, and the whole pl- playing for a contract sort of. Um, um, dilemma, um, but you don't. You can't go wrong with these picks. TPJ, he's got a big ceiling. Um, also, he's benefiting from the clearing of the judiciary points as well. So, and then the Clemmer pick, he's just absolutely killing it. I don't, I don't like picking Nate's Knights players, but when they're going so bad, there's some. There's going to be one person tackling everything, and it's Clemmer. Yeah, so he's standing out. That's it's a tough sure. one to pick, but I, I'd say maybe TPJ because he's a little bit cheaper than Maddo, and also because he's got a big ceiling. I like it. I like it. Scotty Barnes, he wants to know hold pups. No, trade Schneider or Tuolagi to Elliot. I think you should trade Schneider. I think Tuolagi, I'd rather have in my team right now than Schneider. You can just use a little bit more money, and then you can save some cash. And that's what I'll do. Nicholas Ramsey, Cole Garrick, an option with Turbo back, or you do you not trust wingers? I don't mind it. Uh, in this case, I think he's in a good team. I think I actually don't mind it, man. Manny is scoring plenty of points, and he's a he's a sharpshooter with the boot. So he's, there's there's points to be made there. He's a busy winger, you know, and he plays fullback in the time of Turbo's absence over Origin. And you know, uh, he averages forty seven point three at fullback this year. It's thirty nine, and on the wing this year, he's averaged forty point four, and in the career average is thirty seven point nine on the wing. So he's actually a, a really Sneaky little pickup, and I actually don't mind it. Is that yeah. Burbo's wing or no? The other one? No, he uh, plays left. Nah, uh, Burbo's on the other side. Actually, Burbo will play there this week. He will. Yeah, Ooh, that's juice. Yeah, oh, right. cooler on the right. Yeah, true. Yeah, so that's not a bad one, especially if he can keep his spot. Now, Andy Dylan Bell, he wants to know is TPJ a keeper? His bloody word again. <laughs> keeper. <laughs> I hate the keeper word. Uh, is he a good value option for a fantasy scorer? Yes, he is. Yeah. <laughs> a keeper, yeah, you can't really – I'm not a fan of the word, but, yeah, great ceiling and the judiciary wiping, so he's still he's got no points, so he can probably go out yeah. and knock someone's head off and won't go out for too long. He doesn't care anyway. He loves it. <laughs> yeah. He loves it. Andy, John Bezgovzak. I wish to apologise to TK and Andy for suggesting they were off their heads, saying that Parramatta would beat Penrith. Seems they're ridiculous narratives sometimes ring true. Thank you. I accept your apology uh, and I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Thanks, Bez. It's, it's, <laughs> for a Queensland supporter, that was very manly of you, Bez. Yeah, I actually respect you. Actually, I really, really do respect you for that one. So thank you for that apology. Next question, Jack Seaton. It's too late to pick up Jackson Hastings. Look, Jack, you've missed about 150K in price rises. Not too far, but I think if you're paying 635K, you're probably paying top dollar for Jackson Hastings right now. Yeah. So it's just one of those things. How badly do you want him? If you want him, 635k for an unproven half, I think is a lot of money, and you're probably going to have to keep him in the team for the rest of the year. So just be careful on that one. All right, some good questions to finish here, boys. Aaron Simpson, he wants to know which round 13 players could become keepers for the rest of this season. So, Kyle. I'll start off by um, by naming the Roosters, Raiders, Titans, and Seagulls. They're none. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Roosters, Except Raiders, Titans, Seagulls. Yeah. Okay. The Roosters is only really Teddy, maybe Manu. Raiders is nobody. Titans is nobody except the Fafita if he picks his act up later in the year. And the Seagulls is DC and Tommy Turbo, and that's it. That's for okay. yeah. Uh, but but on the uh, on the other hand, uh, 
players from other teams. Matt Burden at centre. Yep. Josh Jackson could be a nice 18th man. TPJ, if he continues his good run and scores and stays out of trouble. Tohu Harris, if he can show his form that he has in the past. Josh Curran, Ewan Aitken at centre. Jason Taumalolo and Taylor May. You want to leave some players? <laughs> how, <many, laughs> how, uh, how many players you got there? <laughs> you want to leave some players for us? Like... If you if you got Josh Jackson as your 18th man, Kyle, your team must be worth like $40 million. That's stacked. <laughs> you guys can still name the ones you want. I'll just pick I'll just pick two from from though from that 25,000 pieces. Who you got? <laughs> no, I've just got I reckon Tohu like he's going to come back firing, especially if it's old Tohu. Yeah, it, it's it is yeah. the old Tohu new Tohu Toto's kids, they're going to just be <laughs> they're going to be stellar. True. I reckon he comes back and doesn't miss a beat. I wonder so, what a haircut he's got this year. Ooh, I reckon I want a, I want a clamor of old shaved head, you know, oh, no okay. hair. That's what I want from just no hair. Tough and rough. Yeah, that'd be awesome. <laughs> Tough and rough. Yeah, him and TBJ, and the, I guess. The, the beard and the man bun, he did very well with that look. Yeah, that's true. The the, the hair down to his shoulders, that yep. was a good look too. It looked like he had his strength. Only boys I've got is Lolo, TPJ, and Burden. I feel mm. all good. My draft team. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, I like hear. how you relate it back to your draft team. Um, the, lippy, the lippiest person in the chat, listeners, is this man over here. And your brother. We're a merged team. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we've got the best team. What we're doing this week, we're going to start a strategy where, because our team's so good, we're going to start doing a different captain every week just to show the strength of our team. Oh, hey, I hear, I, I hear this every day. I don't hear this on the pod as well, right? <laughs> <laughs> all right, a beautiful question to finish from our man, 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 Kane Schwartz. Now, he wants to know how many trades – this is a really good question. How many trades should we roughly be aiming for for the end of round 17? Keeping in mind we get the extra four trades. Now, seeing that Kyle went for like two and 20 minutes, I'll let you start, Andy. I'm going to go for about – Two seconds. Nah, I'd, I reckon. Like you usually do. <laughs> I reckon. The, <laughs> hey, rub one out. There you go. <laughs> I reckon. Uh, look, eleven and twelve. You sort of. Uh, you sort of where, where your target is. I think we had the similar number. Look, this is including the four trades. So if you got seven and then you get the four, or seven or eight, and then you get the four. Because I feel like that's two. That's one. That's two trades. Two to one trades a week, like around. I think there's seven rounds left after round seventeen. So. You're gonna to want to be making a couple of good moves there. You know, you're selling all your all your players to what? What was the person who said it? He said they're uh, a player that does nothing. What did he say in the questions? Hang on, uh, a drop kick, a drop yeah. kick player. <laughs> so yeah, a drop kick. You want to get a lot of drop kick players in your team, but also leaving like one or two or three, one or two trades towards the end, so we can, if you have a uh, player sort of issues. Yeah. Now the, the thing is, like, I think what's around ten. So it's two per round. How many could you have made so far? Eighteen trades, if yeah. you did a maximum. And we started with thirty-two, which means some people would be down at fourteen. Like our man Timmy Ballantyne would definitely be down at fourteen oh, right I'm now. Pretty close to that. So <laughs> I'm gonna hold strong. There are some gunslingers. I'm at nineteen to go. Cole, you're you're still very relatively high, right? In the twenties, yeah. Yeah. Ooh. What, what's your magic number? You're feeling if you if everything goes to plan, what would you like to be sitting around? Uh, 13. 13 to go 13. plus the four on top? Nah, 13 all up. So okay. between between 12 and 14 in my magic number. So yeah, 13, I think, uh, after the end of round 17. If you've got around 13 trades, you can really just go nuts and um, really double down and downgrade upgrades and really gun your team up looking for those origin guys you don't have now. 
Okay, yeah, I, th- I thought eight and then the additional four. So my magic number is 12. Yep. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so I think, yeah, just maybe to flip. I'm aiming for about 13 for round kind of 13 and then a similar number for the second I'm planning what? to go into hibernation after next week and just not make any trades whatsoever. <laughs> just just settle with the team I've got and see how I go. Yeah, big time. All right, boys, let's introduce a new new kind of segment. Narrative of the week, boys. Now, just let's just go big. Let's just go big. Kyle, I want to kick us off. Narrative of the week, man. Yeah, um, there's going to be at least one streaker per day at Magic Round. <laughs> <laughs> Is that you? I was going to say, how's he going to make it? <laughs> <laughs> Well, cool. I would have ruined my holiday like that. Andy, I've got a big bounce back for Nathan Cleary in 85 against the Storm. Oh, I love hearing that. That's lovely. Uh, mine is, I think Toe House comes back without missing a beat, plays 80 minutes, scores 60 plus. I like that. Nice. I, like I, that. I honestly think he's just that much of a weapon. He's, come, he's had an ACL injury before. And he came back. I'm pretty sure he came back firing. So that one and the other one was uh, this one's a rarity, but the Knights to cement their wooden spoon by losing to the Dogs. Ooh. <laughs> oh, yeah, it could happen. Doggies are due. They haven't won for a while, right? And, yeah, 100%. And they've, oh, no, they beat Roosters. Sorry. Sorry. But they're, they're, they're playing with a bit of heart. Like, they're finally playing with a bit of heart. And Knights, I don't know what fixes that team. Yeah, big time. All right, Andy, let's finish with some game day squad rugby league packs. Game day squad, the first fantasy sports platform in Australia that utilizes blockchain technology and NFT. So register your rugby league team and open starter packs for free at www.gamedaysquad.com.au. I believe it's the future of fantasy sports. We did a podcast on the Sunday wrap, which was round nine Sunday wrap with Gussie. So if you want more information, shut over that podcast. We go into it in detail. But Andy, why don't you open a pack and let the people know what you got? Three right, pack. So, so this one is a nine, a nine unique. You got nine. Uh, nice. <laughs> I bet you we pull something good. Oh, we're opening. <laughs> it's rattling, it's rattling, exploding. Oh, here we go. Okay, first one we've got is <laughs> is it bad? Jacob Arthur. <laughs> what times what? Uh, it's time. Imagine it's, it's been, a legend card. It's one point two, I think. Oh, he might come good. Maybe you go to a different club and he comes back. Moses Sully. This is going to be. Oh, be no. This is a this is a true development dud pack. We've got Bo for more. That's not too not bad. too bad. Uh, especially you are playing. With, oh. The uh, send-off king himself, uh, William Kennedy. Oh. <laughs> the coat This one could be a good one. Joshy Schuster. Oh, that's, that's good That's not one. too bad. He's fine a bit of form. You've got a young pack, this one. Yeah, this must be all the rookies. <laughs> not bad. Oh, no. Cody Ramsey. What's happening here? What's doing here? Is this the Jersey flag pack <laughs> or something? <laughs> this Cor- is, the, uh, this is the, the Reggie's relegated league. <laughs> Uh, we've got Scott Sorensen. This is just for, this maybe is for Origin. This pack, yeah, big time. Surely you do something good. Sammy Walker. Oh, I don't mind that one. So this one really needs to bring me home here. This is your last one. Brrr, yeah, Brrr. Jackson Hastings. Ooh, That's not bad. Okay, I ended with a couple of really good ones in the halves there. Ain't he? Yeah, say, Jackson Hastings saves me, but yeah, look, some some are good, some are bad. Yeah. That's all right. So that, that, that's a bought pack, but guys, you can open some free packs. Just head over to gamedaysquad.com.au. All right, guys, for the rest of the week, we've got buy, hold, sell, avoid, shooter, and Nick, and Billy Smith Corbs will be back tomorrow. For He'll be out of missing persons for another edition of that. But we've really enjoyed having your company, Kyle. Thank you for your comments tonight, man. Yeah, no worries, mate. Enjoyed it. Been a good show. 
Awesome. And also competitions. The competitions will be out a little bit later because game because the games don't start till Friday. So I'll drop them on what days are we going to drop them? We're going to drop them on Thursday, Friday lunchtime, twelve p.m. New South Wales and Queensland time. Uh, this it's always tough because now I've got to try and find something to do Thursday night. Yeah, <laughs> Usually, yeah, yeah you got Thursday happening this week. True. So look, at least it just means Friday, Saturday, Saturday, Sunday's longer. Yeah, I'll try and do a live for you on Thursday. We'll see how I go with work, but. I'll let you know on Thursday. Just check the Facebook page and I'll let you know what time that will be because there's no game, so we can kind of do it anytime we want. Might do it at 10 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> nah, just kidding. Probably 7 p.m. All right, guys, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for all the Spotify and Apple reviews. really helps us to continue to grow the show. Thank you for everyone that has purchased the Rugby League merch. really helps, you know, pretty much the community out there, especially with the the charity that we're supporting as well. So get involved in that. Get involved with the competitions. You can win some free stuff. But, boys, have a good fantasy rounds. And we'll check you Sunday wrap. Love your work. Take care. Love your work, Kyle. All right, guys. Have a good night. See ya. See ya.